Good morning, my friends. How are you doing this morning? We thank the Lord for another week that is nearly ended. How has it been with you? God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me again this morning. You're welcome to review to your host and your dear friend, Esther. And I want to thank as many people as have been source or sources of encouragement to me. Thank you for those encouraging words, well-timed encouraging words. Thank you so much. I really appreciate them. May the Lord bless and encourage you too. May you not be discouraged, no matter what, in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, friends, we continue with our topic, the power of tongue, that we started yesterday. And yesterday we looked at the book of James, and I said to you that our main text for this topic, the power of tongue. And today we continue the same. You see, friends, James was not the first to write about the tongue. But I think he did an amazing job of echoing the testimonies of the author of the book of Proverbs, dated centuries and centuries back before James. Let's go on this morning to read one after the other from the book of Proverbs. So first, we'll be reading from Proverbs chapter 10. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 10. Let's read from verse 19. Verse 19. Just two verses. Verses 19 and 20. It says, In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. Verse 20 says, The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is worth little. Now let's go on to the book of Proverbs, the same Proverbs chapter 12. Just a page or so afterwards. Proverbs 12. This time we're reading from verse 25 and it says, Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. But a good word makes it glad. And now we go on to Proverbs uh, chapter 16, still in the book of Proverbs. But now we go on to chapter 16 and verse 24. Proverbs 16, 24 says, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. And finally, Let's read from chapter 18, Proverbs 18, and verse 4. It says, The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The wellspring of wisdom is a flowing brook. Amen. The humble writer here encourages you and I to become experts at giving or dishing out encouraging words, and not shredding people into pieces. Do you know, my friends, 
there are more than enough people in the world today who'd spread rumor. So we should, critics, we, you and I should be very careful. Careful enough not to join in that group, not to join in that league. Scoffers, we have so many of them already. The world has got more than enough of them. You and I as dear children of our Heavenly Father need not to be partakers of such. Turn with me this morning to the book of Colossians. Colossians chapter 3. Let's read from verse 16. And it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Amen. When the word of Christ, when the word of God dwells in us, with the power of the Holy Spirit, what springs up from within us becomes encouraging. They become lifting words. Words that lift people. Words that when you speak them out, it makes people's day and they thank God in return for your life. You see, whatever conversation we have should be for the purpose of edification. You see, as deadly and untamable as the tongue is, I mean, considering the deadly poison or evil it can spill, it can be brought under the power and control of the Holy Spirit because God is mightier than human tongue. Now this morning, go back with me to our text in the book of James. This morning, let's go to the book of James one more time. This time, we'll be reading from chapter 1. James chapter 1 and verse 19. And it says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Hmm. Amen. You see, so before we speak, we should stop and consider the following things I learned from an elderly man of God who I respect so much by the name, Dr. R.T. Kendall. They are not what I came up with. I came up with mine, but these are the things I learned from this man. May God bless and strengthen him in the work of the kingdom. Amen. So you can learn and benefit from them as I have been blessed by them too. I learned them couple of years ago from him, he calls them need. There is need to stop and think before we speak or before we talk. He calls us on need. I'll be telling you what we'll be calling ours on review shortly. But he calls his need with the N being, do I need to say this? The first E being, does it edify them? That is, does he edify my hearers? The second he being, does it emancipate them? That is, does it liberate anyone? 
and the D being, does it give them a sense of dignity? Mm. That is worth considering, isn't it? So on review, friends, we will be calling ours think. There is a need to think. Actually, it can be combined. I just realized there's a need to think. Now we have defined the need and being, do I need to say it? E, does it edify them? The other E, does it emancipate them or does it liberate them? The D, does it give them a sense of dignity? There is need to think before we speak. So our think goes this way. The T being, is it true? You know, friends, most times, these things, things we hear, are rumors. So you think to yourself, what if it's a rumor and you're not sure? Then don't spread it. Time reveals the truth. So the truth in the end will be known. Our H is helpful. Is it helpful? Will it tear down? Will it shred to pieces? Will it build up? Our I is, is it inspiring? Will it edify? Give grace to my hearers? Will anyone benefit from what I'm about to say? Think. Our N stands for necessary. Is it necessary? Do I really need to say this? Is anyone gaining anything from what I'm about to say? Or is anyone even losing by me saying it? And lastly, with our K, kind. Is it kind? Friends, let, let's practice how to say kind things to people. See the good in others. Bring out the best in others. Let's practice. Let it be an habit for you and I, saying kind things to others. And friends, why do you think we need to consider those things before we speak? Hmm, I'll tell you. It is because we are more likely to regret the things we have said than the things we didn't say or decided not to say. Once again, why, why should we consider what we have said? Why should we consider the need to think before we speak? And the answer again is, it is because we are more likely to regret the things we have said than the things we didn't or decided not to say. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the power of your word. The Bible says it gives light. The entrance of your word gives light and gives understanding to the simple. And we thank you for the power of that word. We pray, God, that out of our mouth will flow words of life. From within us will flow words of life and give grace to as many that hears us speak. We pray that people will be encouraged by, by what we say 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much, my friends, once again, for joining me this morning. May God bless and enrich you in the name of Jesus. Don't forget to check Spotify for review series. Type in review series. But on Anchor, you type in review series with Esther. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow. But until then, the Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. feels perfect other days it just ain't working the good the bad the right the wrong and everything in between yo it's crazy amazing we can turn our heart through the words we say mountains crumble with every syllable Perfect, perfect.